Welcome back to another episode of the Skift India Travel Podcast. Joining us today is Ayappan Rajagopal, the CEO of online travel company ClearTrip. Along with Ayappan, today I'll be delving into ClearTrip's post-acquisition journey, India's tourism growth, and the vision of and ClearTrip's vision of becoming a travel super app. Welcome, Ayappan. Glad to be part of this, uh, Payden. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being there. And uh, to kick things off, uh, Ayappan, can you tell me about how things have been faring at ClearTrip after Flipkart acquired it in 2021? Yeah, sure. Uh, so maybe before I uh, uh, delve into how the journey has been post the acquisition, a uh, little bit of context on why uh, Flipkart, an Indian e-commerce giant, uh, entered into travel uh, in the first place, right? That will give a lot of context into what we have been doing in the last two years. Um, so Flipkart is known for um, um, disrupting the Indian e-commerce space through innovation that are very specifically required, um, especially if you look at uh, 10, 12 years back, 15 years back, uh, the country, uh, the payment was not as evolved as what it is today. The supply chain logistics was not as involved uh, as evolved as, as it is today. So if you look at the consumer behavior, it used to be very, very different. Uh, it was all very desktop uh, heavy at that point of time. Um, so from that perspective, uh, Flipkart had to do a lot of uh, innovation, which are very, very unique to India. And that's how we have built every single business, whether we sold smartphones, electronics, furniture, fashion, um, that's the sort of approach we are taken. So when in Flipkart, we were exploring which are the next two, three big spaces that we should enter. Um, travel was uh, definitely one such category for us for two reasons. Uh, one, the industry size is big and um, we know that uh, the Indian travel sector is going to grow multifold in the next few years. That's reason number one. Reason number two is, um, do we believe that uh, the consumer expectations are all met with the existing set of players? While the online penetration is pretty high, it's it's more than 20% uh, in the country, but uh, have the customer experience been disrupted in any way digitally, both from experience perspective and also value perspective? The answer was a big no, uh, with all due respect to the uh, existing uh, competition. We felt there is a huge room to grow there, and that's why we acquired uh, a clear trip in the first place. Um, now, to specifically answer your question, I think the journey has been very, very fulfilling. Um, and from our perspective, it's a it's a long journey that we have undertaken for ourselves. Um, we were number four OTA before uh, Flipkart acquired the brand, and uh, post the acquisition, within eighteen months, we have become the second largest OTA. And the reason why or how we have been able to do that, I'll just quickly uh, double click on that. Um, first and foremost, um, the, the product-led thinking that uh, ClearTrip brought on to the table um, is pretty unique. And what we have been able to differentiate ourselves uh, is completely built on the product uh, that we have been able to build. ClearTrip was always known for its simple-to-use UI, clutter-free experience, uh, very, very design-friendly that's what customers keep talking about ClearTrip. So we took that thread along and we started differentiating a lot more in the product-led uh, thinking. To, to give a few examples, um, India specifically, if you know, it's a value-led market. A lot of people confuse between 
price and value um according to me price is something what you pay and value is something what you get um end of the day indian consumers are okay to pay it's not the problem of paying but if they believe that the value that they're going to get out is going to be higher um then there is a definite potential with respect to uh, disrupting that space and uh, that we felt it's been broadly flat in the last few years in the travel sector in the digital space um so some of the things that we have been able to work and launch are uh, one ct upgrade we call it which is basically uh, a flight customer will get a free seal or a meal uh, in select airlines and routes this is one such example second example is affordability where we have launched no cost emi we have launched low cost emi we have launched buy now and pay later all of this have already started giving close to 10% adoption uh in the first year of its launch as well uh, but if you look at the digital travel space every single player um has a maximum of around 5 to 6% so since we have seen the goodness that it has been able to drive in flipkart as an ecosystem we know there is a huge room to grow um these are largely value led innovation the second theme that we undertook was uh, around flexibility especially post covid what we realized is that customers wanted to postpone their entire travel purchase itself because they don't know uh, what if i need to cancel my trip what if i need to modify my date of travel then i lose my uh, the the price of the flight or the price of the hotel completely so that's when we came up with constructs like clear trip flex clear trip flex max where the customers can modify or cancel the trip up to 24 hours before the journey and they can get a 100% refund and that too within 24 hours um cancel for no reason is another such example in hotels where even at the time of check in right you can just cancel a hotel and uh, you can get your money refunded so these are again goes on to show how we have been able to uh, disrupt both on the value front and on the flexibility side of things apart from this we have uh, invested quite heavily on the uh, process revamps internally um, and also the cx automation so we have been able to offer refund to customers in 24 hours pick customer calls in less than 30 seconds and that's one of our promises uh, all of this have led to our nps touch uh, industry do you think that a customer service is one of the way you know the way you uh, reach out to your customers and how you help your customers out is that a very important integral part of how otas uh, flourish in india uh, yes and no um is there a scope to uh, differentiate yourself in the customer experience definitely is yes. uh, when we did our consumer researches it came out very clearly that customers are looking for an absolute seamless experience when it comes to booking not just pre booking but the post booking journey as well uh, but today it's it's not like that not every single player out there is doing that few players are looking at it very transactionally i do your booking and then my job ends there post that if you need to do any modification or cancellation then i need to reach out to the airline and then i'll come back to you so the waiting period is longer for customers and that's not something what consumers want so to your point customers want it but not so so your transaction is limited to when you uh, you know your trans- your transaction is limited to your uh, you know relation with the customer is related uh, you know limited to the transaction once the transaction is over you're saying that then the airline or the that's, hotel will take over exactly that's, that's the larger play that multiple otas do it very few otas uh, take the role of like you know what it doesn't matter what the airlines tell you i am going to solve the problem for you so that's the sort of differentiator we have taken it upon ourselves and we have been able to build it
And, um, you know, in an interview earlier, you had mentioned this concept about, uh, you know, that the concept of the browse and buy market is relatively underpenetrated in India because, uh, you know, it's mostly dominated by the search and buy part that most, uh, you, have, you had also mentioned that most OTAs have mastered that. So how does how does ClearTrip plan to tap into this opportunity of the browse and buy? Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a good question. So um, like I had, like you had mentioned also, right, we see internally the travelers have two use cases. One, I'm very clear where I want to go and I'm going to use the OTA platform to come uh, check out the price and make the booking and go. The second use case is going to be, I am very clear that I want to go on a vacation with my family for 10 days. Now, where do I go? What do I do? How much does it cost? Uh, what is the best recommendation that I can get? That second play is uh, is fairly a virgin market. Uh, nobody is exploring that. Nobody is working on it. So we believe there is a huge scope to do that. And with the, with the sort of new Gen Z travelers coming in to the traveling world, they are looking for the second option. The first option, I think it's a, there is, there is, there's not much of a problem statement for a customer. Um, there's nothing to be solved from an ecosystem perspective, from a brand perspective. So we are, that's sort of a, largely a me too play. Uh, the second play is what is going to be a much differentiated one where you can actually solve for a customer up the funnel as well and not just within the transaction. So how we are going to do it? Um, we, I mean, of course, the, the GPT is the talk of the town and uh, definitely there is a there is a play with that and uh, with the other sort of models that we are planning to build as well internally. Uh, that's one. Second, um, the browse-led way of actually exploring the destination to customers um, is something we have seen in the commerce and we believe that it can be replicated here. But I think some of the players, to be fair, some of the players have uh, tried as well uh, in the past. But the reason why nobody has been able to succeed so far is because you cannot have a cookie-cutter approach on this. You cannot give to every single customer the same set of destinations. You need to understand whether the customer is a value-seeking customer, an experience-seeking customer, an adventure-seeking customer, and accordingly, you need to give them the options. And if they are traveling with their families or uh, they are traveling as couples or they're traveling as solo. So all of these understanding is very critical. Basis that if you are able to actually give a browsing experience, then this can go a long way in actually building a platform which is not just search and book, but a browse and book as well. Interesting. And, and Ayapan, that, does this also help towards ClearTrip's aspirations of becoming a travel super app, the browse and buy market? And uh, could, you, could you elaborate on what this aspiration entails and what are the key components or features that will define clear trip as a travel super yeah app. so uh, firstly i think the the super app as a concept right i mean i have a very different view to it uh, globally um, a lot of people want to build a super app and they associate themselves as super app but um, i think in the current world where um, the spaces of that 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 you have the size of the memory that you get in phones uh, you can have uh, 500 to 600 apps as well and everybody knows now how to build um, a, a low memory occupying or low space apps. So that's not going to be the constraint. From a customer point of view, if you look at it, if you are going to be the end destination from both the perspectives, what are those two perspectives? The first perspective is every single line of business within travel, whether it is flight, 
hotel uh, buses trains cabs activities forex visa you name it anything with respect to travel i have it so that is like one perspective the second perspective also is it's not just about me booking and then your job ends there because end of the day the experience for a customer starts when the customer goes to that particular destination and then she starts thinking about like what do i do here and at that point of time if you don't have a role to play then i don't think any app can call themselves as a super app to me a super app is one where anything related to travel whether it gives you a booking transaction value a revenue or not you need to be connected with the customer from the starting point of the planning journey till the customer comes back home that is to me a destination play and for that there is a lot of content play involved there is a lot of uh, booking that we had discussed with respect to exploration and booking uh, post booking experience if something goes wrong then how do you connect to the customers everything all of this plays a massive role um, but yes our long term goal is to be available in every line of business today we are present in 3 uh we want to be available everywhere including packages holiday packages and experiences but uh, more than that to me the larger goal is like i said from the time the planning starts till the time the customer comes back home how do we be part of the customer's journey is where we'll be working on correct i and i think um, you know a travel super app uh, aspiration also means that the customer stays on to your app and stays on with you from like you said from the planning stage till the time that they get back home i think that's also one of the main things that make a travel super app right so that the customer does not leave your app that's true but if you look at it travel is not like uh, every week uh, a usable sort of an app um, right because nobody thinks of traveling every week um, it's more like uh, hey i make two to three travels a year i think i think i think that's changing <laughs> I I think that that's definitely changing because the way Indians are traveling right now it, I mean it, it may not be necessarily taking a plane and uh, you know like flying off to another city or state but the way Indians are traveling now you know any long weekend or anything you know you'll just see hordes of people traveling just taking their cars and traveling so I think now travel not being every week at least fortnightly as does figure in many of their plans you're right i think the revenge travel uh, is something that's very very clearly evident uh, if you look at 2023 it's very different from the way consumers used to or the travelers used to travel pre covid uh, the 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 life used to be initially first save then spend now it's like see the world then you can think of saving so definitely the the revenge travel is out there uh you're absolutely right on that um but uh, still it, it's 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 not a category where you spend uh 3 dollars or 4 dollars every single travel trip uh you do spend money right and if you look at the bulk of the consumers yes of course 20 30% of the uh travelers would think of traveling say monthly ones or fortnightly and all of that but still the 60 70% of the travelers the use case is limited so then if you need to be part of their life for a longer frequency then you need to keep getting them excited and it is it doesn't mean that you need to be talking only about the inter city or the inter country travel it can also be intra city travel what can you do within your city 2 hours from now 4 hours from now if you take a road trip what can you where can you go and visit so that's why i was telling you cannot approach it from the perspective of what is the sort of booking value i need to generate in this transaction from you 
because that's what is going to give me a, a market cap. That's what is going to give me valuation. That cannot be the role that you can play because the times are changing, Indians are changing, and uh, uh, the way they are looking at travel is very different. So you need to be connected at an exploratory stage. So talking to them about the content and what can they do uh, is going to be super critical. Okay. Um, and of course, of course, ClearTrip does have super app ambitions. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, just now we were talking about, uh, you call it revenge travel. I feel that now that's, uh, you know, I think the revenge part is done. I think people have done that. But I think this has become more of a norm where people are now willing, you know, re have realized that, you know, they need to travel. You know, they need to pick up experiences. Um, you know, we uh, I was there at the Skiff Global Forum uh, last week in New York. And every speaker who was there on stage, uh, you know, the one word that everyone uttered was experiences. And everyone wants, travelers want to experience something. It's not just about ticking off some bucket list. But uh, having said that, you know, India has witnessed a remarkable rise as a tourism powerhouse in recent years, and especially after COVID. How has ClearTrip been navigating and contributing to this dynamic tourism landscape? Yeah, uh, you're you're right. Um, I think people are largely uh, looking at experiences. It's no more like uh, a bucket list. Oh, I need to go here. I've been there, done that. That's not the objective with which the consumers are thinking about travel. Um, but uh, especially in India, um, the the market is like pretty huge, and uh, it's expected to grow at least at a bare minimum of fourteen percent. I can't recollect many industries at, of this size. Uh, where the the growth that has been expected is uh, in double digits and consistently for several years to come. So, but what we feel internally is that still, if you look at an average Indian, everybody wants to travel now. Uh, there is nobody like who says, hey, no, you know what, I don't want to travel. But what gets missed out is um, between this interest or between this sort of saying that, you know, I want to travel, to actually traveling, there is a huge gap. So either it's because people cannot afford or people are not able to um, come to terms with saying that, hey, you know what, what if my last minute plans change? Um, or what is that new place I can go to which I was not able to explore earlier? I think these are the broad two or three problem statements that exist today, which can actually make the... Um, the travel a reality and it just doesn't sit on their whatsapp groups where people discuss with their friends that hey you know what let's go here but that plan never fructifies so what do we do as a platform is what been an internal debate for us and what we realized is that first and foremost like i spoke about earlier as well how do we give that sort of flexibility into the hands of consumers what if i come and tell you you can book six months in advance. You don't need to worry. If you don't get your leave approvals, it's fine. Later, you can cancel. Um, the prices won't go up for you. So you are saved on that front as well. Um, and uh, for whatever reason, if you don't feel like going, later you can. But that impulse sort of a travel need, if you can actually make it concrete and make it work for the traveler, then the ability for the traveler to make that travel is going to go up. And that's what we believe the flexibility as a construct is going to go and do for the consumers. That's one. The second is affordability. Earlier, uh, Indians are known to save in advance and then buy some gold. Uh, same thing goes for housing. People take an EMI and buy a an house. Then later it moved on to 
buying white goods on EMI, buying smartphones on EMI, buying furniture on EMI. Now it has come to a place where people want to spend this on experience. Even though I might not have the exact amount of money that's needed to make my dream vacation happen, I'm happy to take an, uh, an EMI. Uh, I'm happy to take uh, buy now, pay later sort of a construct. Uh, so I think these affordability constructs are going to go a long way. We have launched uh, some of these and we have started seeing very good adoption. And that is going to bring in a new set of travels travelers into the country. And um, one more point to add there is internally we see as two different brands. One is Cleartrip, the second is Flipkart Travel. So Cleartrip is going to be a lot more for the evolved travelers, um, high spenders, uh, travelers who have been traveling for quite a bit amount of time, all of that. Flipkart Travel is going to uh, largely focus on travelers who are going to travel for the first time. Um, kids who have always traveled with parents, but they are going to make their first trip because those customers are already with Flipkart. We know what they shop. We know how they consume. We know uh, how do they use their uh, financing constructs. Now, through this base, through this brand, we believe we can get so many new travelers uh, into the ecosystem, but being Flipkart being the first app which will enable the travel. So these are some of the things that we are internally working on um, through which we believe we'll be able to cater to this base which love to travel. Mm -hmm. So yeah, of course, uh, I think uh, clear to venturing into the fintech space uh, with features like buy now, pay later schemes and flexible financing plans has been has been very beneficial for customers and it also yeah it helps people to be able to take that trip that they've been planning for so long another interesting development has been this uh, clear trips partnership with access bank for travel benefits can you talk a little bit more about uh, you know this partnership and do you have any plans for a co-branded credit card yeah i'll take both the parts of the question to the first part um, we are actually both we get addressed uh, uh, simultaneously. The when we thought about bank partnerships, firstly it's very critical um, because these affordability solutions and what can banks provide as well to enable travelers. Uh, travel is super critical. So when we were exploring that, we realized there are so many co-branded credit cards already existing. Um, not just in travel, but if you look at the entire ecosystem in India, there are like minimum of. 70 to 80 co-branded credit cards, right? That's a massive, massive number. And if you look at the credit card base in the country, um, it is it has not even crossed 2% of the entire country. So within the 2% base, there are so many co-branded credit cards. So what do they stand for? Do you expect customers to subscribe to a, or to apply for a new co-branded credit card every single time? That didn't seem very logical to us. So that's the reason what we felt is like, why don't we launch something very different? There are already existing credit cards um, with a bank like Axis um, and on all the bank credit cards and all the time. It's not like, oh, I'm going to give it for a specific 10 days of the month uh, or during first of every month. I'm going to be always on 365 days. I'm going to uh, give it to all the existing credit card holders. Now, what is it value add it can be? Again, everybody talks about, I'll give you 3% cash back, 5% cash back, 7% cash back. Beyond a point, customers don't care. It's a difference of 100, 200 rupees. It doesn't change my life in any way. Um, so what we realized is that rather if we can spin it and say that, you know what, uh, especially India being a low cost carrier airline market, 
uh, we told the consumers that if you use this credit card and shop, you will get a free seat, a free meal, a no convenience fee charged on your uh, ticket purchase, and um, you will get FlexMax for free, which is basically till 24 hours before the journey. If you cancel your ticket, you will get uh, a refund within 24 hours. So that's the sort of construct we came up with. And uh, there has been a huge um, a talkability uh, around the card in, in amongst all the influencers, very organically, people speaking about like how differentiated this card is. So we are internally very ex uh, excited. It's still a few weeks into the program since we launched. Um, uh, we believe uh, it's going to be massively uh, successful for us in acquiring a lot of new customers. Uh, and same goes for Access Bank as well. So because of this, at this point of time, we don't have any plan for a co-branded credit card. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, I got my answer. Uh, I, I actually wanted to point out to this really interesting, uh, you know, campaign that you've started, you know, taking off from the, you know, uh, quote unquote, kid dulls campaign that Flipkart used to do earlier, talking about how e-commerce is, uh, can be that easy. You know, you don't need to put a lot of thought in it. It's like child's play. So you've, you've used the same concept to show recently that uh, about to talk about travel and uh, you know and you want to tap into the impulsive travel uh, traveler so can you talk a little bit about that about uh, do you uh, about the fact that you want to encourage impulsive traveling through your new campaign absolutely yeah so uh, two pointers to that one is the vehicle that we use which is kid adults second what do we think about uh, impulse uh, travel so uh, the reason why we use kid adults in the first place in flipkart uh, years back is because um, shopping online was very nascent and people did not have a lot of trust. So we had to bring in constructs like cash on delivery and tell consumers that, hey, you know what, you don't need to worry. Um, you can just pay cash as well once you get the product. And uh, purchasing it online is a child's play and even kids can do it. So when kids tell you that, you know what, it's so easy, it lands even more harder. So we, we felt that in Travel as well, it's the same problem statement, but the problem is a little more pronounced because the ASP of the average selling price of uh, the ticket size, basically, of travel is pretty high. Um, it's it's minimum of 10 to 15,000 rupees, especially if you're traveling with your family. So in that case, the trust is even more questionable. So that's when we thought, okay, let's go in with the same campaign that we had done, the same campaign route that we had taken, which is Kid Adults, which worked brilliantly for Flipkart. Because whatever we did uh, through Flipkart and e-commerce is what we are trying to replicate in travel through ClearTrip. So it, it is a child's play. You can come, book your ticket. There's nothing to worry. You don't need to rely on any offline agent or any anybody um, uh, without giving you a transparent pricing post-booking service. Uh, you won't be left in the lurch. So that was a fundamental reason we went with that sort of vehicle. On campaign assets, um, like you earlier pointed out, uh, the customers are now thinking about experiences. People are thinking about weekly travel and fortnightly travel, which means that this category, which was never associated being impulsive, has started becoming impulsive. So that's a huge insight for uh, us to take it as a platform and explore and leverage like how can we use. And this festive season, typically in festive season in India, uh, the shopping uh, trend goes really high. People save in the first half of the year and spend in the second half of the year. And uh, we felt 
travel should be one of the foremost categories where people should spend on. And uh, if you can buy on impulse a fashion product, uh, a smartphone, a TV, why can't you travel somewhere as well? So that was the genesis of that thought. And uh, fingers crossed, uh, the sale is going live in two days. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ayapan, for joining us today and shedding light on ClearTrip's journey towards becoming a travel super app and its various initiatives. It's been a pleasure having you. Thanks, Payden. My pleasure. Had fun. Thank you. And to our listeners, thank you for listening in. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes as we continue to explore the ever-evolving world of travel and technology. Don't forget to subscribe to this Gift India Travel podcast on your favorite listening app. Thank you very much. This has been the Skift India Travel Podcast. Thank you for listening.